2: Hello, it's Sally Hughes here. I haven't been here for months and months. Nothing much has happened though, right? Um, there's just <laughs> been a pandemic and so basically I had to cancel every show. All my guests cancelled and even today I had a specific show lined up for months which kind of fell apart at the last minute but it's brilliant because it's given me the opportunity to have like some of my favourite people who um, are always able to see me and I'm always thrilled to see them. So I've cobbled in the work wife at the last minute <laughs> so... Um, I've thrown together a Joe Jones at the last minute, um, who obviously co runs Beauty Banks with me, and you may know off of the internet. Um, I've got Sam Chapman, who I've got loads to talk to you about because I haven't seen her in months. Um, very good friend of mine, but also. A bit of a beauty industry legend, so we will be talking about beauty along the way because it's obviously one of our favourite subjects. Um, and then also we've got Lauren Oakey, which I'm really pleased about because Lauren Oakey works behind the scenes on this show and has put wheeled me out, wheeled her out. Finally, it took a Dusted pandemic, me Finally, it, it took a pandemic, but uh, Lauren works behind the scenes on this show quite a lot, putting together the stories with me and and helping with playlists and stuff. So it's really nice that she is finally in front of the mic. And and also, she um, is our project manager on Beauty Bank. So I guess we'll talk about that in some more detail. So dare I ask, how <laughs> for Dickens has everyone's pandemic been so far?
3: <laughs> well, I You took like, a breath there. <laughs> I feel like I can't actually complain. You know, I don't want to sit here and moan about it because I've had an OK one. You know, I'm in a reasonably good position. Uh, it's been quite nice having my kids at home. I've enjoyed it. I've got a dog. Um, I've got a partner. Um, we can afford to eat. So, you know, I'm not going to sit here and moan. It's been it's been all right, to be fair.
2: Yeah, I sort of feel the same. I, I, it's weird, isn't it? I'm torn with this pandemic because problems aren't relative, right? So yeah. if, you, if you break your leg, obviously your life is significantly better than someone who's lost a leg, but you're still allowed to be pissed off that your leg is <laughs> broken. So, you know, I'm sort of trying to allow how I feel and my frustrations and my annoyances and my sadness and my sorrow while also remembering that actually life is pretty good. I simply cannot complain about the big picture. We've got enough money, my kids are healthy, I've got a roof over my head. And as we all know, that's not the case for everybody. H- how have you been, Jo? I think the second one's been much worse, I think, I than agree. the first. Because the first one felt
1: like it was a bit novel, a little bit sort of weirdly yeah, thrilling. Totally, you didn't know how long it was going to last for. It also for. felt like a group endeavour. Oh, and you yeah. felt like you could legit cancel everything and not have to worry about it. Whereas the second time you realise how much you actually just need to be in physical contact with people. Do you know what I mean? Like, talking on Zooms and all that kind of stuff is fine. It's a bridge, but it's not the same as physically being in the room with someone. And I find every time I see one of my friends, um, socially distanced or whatever it is... I just feel like I've been recharged again and that I've been plugged back in because there was a horrible moment. I think I phoned you when it happened. I think I phoned you both,
2: yeah. which is an event in itself. Yeah. <laughs> we don't talk on the phone. <laughs> <No>. Everyone <laughs> in this room hates the phone. <laughs> so you don't mind it, do you? No, I don't mind. It. Despise. You're okay. Sam mm-hmm. is the only person I've ever known who hates the phone to the level that I hate. We've the phone. never mm. spoken on the phone and not it once. Will never Sam. It will never happen. No. I'm no, someone right. I had never. better be dead if you <laughs> speak just on the don't, phone. Just I just automatically don't don't cancel it. She's on her phone. She's ringing. Even though Sam is a really good friend of mine, and I love to pieces. I actually don't think Sam and I have each other's phone numbers. We don't, and I love that we don't. I know, it's May weird, we isn't never? It? May we <laughs> never. Yeah, it's a good commitment. <laughs> don't think, these days. I think she's the closest friend I have whose phone number I don't have. Yeah, that's I don't really I've got strange, it isn't it? I've but got I it. sort of love it. <laughs> I love the misanthropy of the whole thing. I think thing. you'd like, be disappointed if you had it,
3: cos I never, yeah. ever read my text or reply or answer my phone, so it's yeah. just completely pointless. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, I never answer the phone, but I think if I ring you... I know, you know we'll it have to pick
2: up, yeah. And
1: I basically... It was at the end of the first lockdown... And I had compl- I'd had a huge road, ra- road rage moment, do you road remember? Rage. I'd yes. just come back from doing about do. six hours packing Beauty bags, and I'd been with my mum for six hours. And I was yeah, like, i will do it for to be fair. And this woman in this car just started for no reason, just sort of like having a go at me. And she was telling me I was dead. she was really swearing and I thought, I'm not having this. So I just got out <laughs> and I lost my shit so badly that I went home and I really cried and I thought... I just, this can't happen. But that was awful. That was a that was a I think losing minute.
2: your temper releases so much adrenaline that you do often cry because everything is kind so of... So shocking. Yeah, is it? it's shocking. Yeah. Yeah.
3: I think the other reality with the second lockdown is that we know that we can't trust the people that are in charge. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Suddenly you're looking at it going, hang on, absolutely no-one has got a clue what's going on. Yeah. Who is going to lead us out of this? Can anyone? Mm-hmm. How long is this going to last? Where and shove the first your graphs one? up your fucking T- arse. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> totally it's
2: like yeah stop showing me graphs it was a real turning point i I felt for me anyway that dominic cummings was such a turning point for the country because like joe said the first time it felt like everyone was in it together it felt like i I was so good i was so good you know like everyone i know was so meticulous and careful and looking at the guidelines all the time and then i think dominic cummings was when the wheels fell off yeah i used to wash my shopping. Yeah, every no, time. exactly. It's not, that's <laughs> what? the sort of I used thing to I wash mean. The shop,
3: the stuff I got from the shop—that's next level, Laura. We were anti-back
0: spray because everyone was. No, I would never do that now. No, no totally. <laughs> that,
2: that's what I mean about being so good. In the beginning, beauty parcels would come to me, which they do every day, and my husband would put them in. The kind of porch thing, and he would leave them there for twenty four hours. And he had a spray of, um, you know, the, the baby <laughs> disinfectant or what? De- uh, Dettol. No, 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 no. no. Um, uh, whatever it is, Milton. Milton. Fluid. And and he would spray it, and then I would open my parcels the next day. I mean, even I thought that was a bit excessive. But that was the degree to which we were trying to be good people mm. about it. And I think when Dominic Cummings did what he did, it's like, okay, I'm just going to open my post. Now.
1: Yeah, that's it now. <laughs> also, how did Boris get it? He got it because he was always fricking. Hu- There's pictures of him like. Hugging like colleagues
0: and shaking hands. Even now, he doesn't stand far enough away, and he's just like with a stranger. It's, it's yeah,
2: nuts. I mean, there there are a million, a million things about this pandemic to moan about. And literally, I haven't been here for months and I could go on all day. But what I've decided for today is that we'll focus on the rare, cheerful moments that we've had in this <laughs> pandemic, the things that have kind of warmed our hearts or given us a laugh. There are a few humdingers that have happened along the way that, frankly, have got me through. Um, <laughs> and so we're going to do cheerful, mostly, stories. And we're going to do... Um, well, it's funny with music. So Spotify obviously at the end of the year says these are your most played records. And so I got my playlist through the other day the kind of algorithm generated playlist on Spotify and I looked at it and it made me laugh because everything was like Rah! <laughs> 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 I didn't realise I was doing it, but it was like, Chemical Brothers, everything was so kind of noisy, and N.E.R.D. Or like like Japan Night Porter. (laughs) Really like (laughs) noisy, aggressive dance music, Mm. because I was obviously trying to uh, release some tension. So I'm going to play one of those next, one of my most played records of the year, because it just puts me in an instant good mood. And then for the second hour, we've got Sam Chapman's playlist, which is a joy, actually. So before we do playlists, normally I tell the guest who does the second hour if they could pick a mix because sometimes people choose, like, five or six ballads, and it's like, mate, no, that's a bit of a downer. (laughs) Um, Chapter went straight into a bit of Giorgio Moroder dance music. So, anyway, cheerful songs throughout, and Sam in the second hour. Let's play a record now, and we'll come back and talk about beauty, because I know that that's something very close to our hearts. Doing that song, Lauren Oakey dropped a bomb to say that Daphne is a man. Yeah, I
0: googled it. Amazing. I know, I feel like I've got it wrong now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure
2: I was shocked at the time. If Daphne is a man, then there are strong Sylvester vibes there yes. for me. Yeah, well, that's what I imagined anyway, really, which is obviously perfect. Which is obviously perfect. There yeah. is no greater star than the late Sylvester disco queen. Ritz jumper, though. The Ritz jumper picture that I posted on Instagram mm. the other day <laughs> may be my favourite picture ever of Sylvester in a crowded field of amazing pictures of Sylvester. And a small detail that I missed,
0: actually, on the first viewing was that he's wearing Ritz cracker earrings <laughs> as well. Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. I we didn't notice that. the first time. I clocked that too. Yeah. Um, so Sally he's here, back for um, the first time in many, many months because of all the, you know, gestures at all the bullshit. Um, I am back, and today, because I've had to do a kind of Covid-friendly show. With people I touch all the time, basically. So um, we've got Lauren Oakey here, um, who is a makeup artist and project manager on Beauty Banks, Joe Jones, who obviously co founded and co runs Beauty Banks with me and is a kind of ledge beauty PR, and of course, Sam Chapman, makeup artist, general beauty sensation, and friend of mine. So I'm um, very happy to have you all here. And we generally don't speak about beauty on this show very much. It's generally not a topic that we stray into very much, but to have everybody here who works in. the beauty industry it would be remiss of me not to talk about it it's been tough guys for beauty and I'm not talking about any of us here but it's been tough for beauty yeah if you work as a consultant for a beauty brand so the first thing that happened was that your very craft you were not able to conduct before lockdown for the last few weeks you were not able to touch people's faces you were not able to put makeup on people you were not able to show people product in a tactile way which is what makeup artistry and sales consultancy and beauty is all about um beauty services which uh, we all work very closely with on beauty banks so hairdressers nail bars spas and so on have had a hideous time we are looking at the very real possibility of us losing 25 percent of them so we are looking at probably one <coughs> in four is going to um fall into serious trouble um in covid and makeup artists of course who make their bread and butter through weddings Uh, weddings have been cancelled it could not really be worse for the guys at the front line and so i wanted to take a moment to talk about them um, and also to maybe look at some of the parts of beauty that kind of doing okay that holds some promise so the guardian printed they're, they ran a story about the 25 most bought items since COVID. And there are a couple of beauty moments on there. Anyone hazard a guess what has soared for beauty in COVID?
1: Face masks?
2: Face masks. I mean, like... Uh, Mask knee face yeah, masks. The good kind. <laughs> Concealer, <laughs> yeah. I imagine. So... Um, in beauty, buzz cut. So tools for oh, buzz course, cut. of course, yeah. Of course. Oh. A while, a while. Uh, a sold out completely. Did they? Yeah. I'm sure. So um, face masks specifically, obviously face masks have soared, but within beauty, we're lip- talking about silk face masks, things mm. that help prevent.
1: Lip balm, I heard. I think I read somewhere that lip, lip
2: balm. balm. Bath. Mean, God, key workers must have seen, seen that sore.
1: Bath stuff,
0: because
2: everyone's kind of at home so and has time for one? Forgive me, Cult Beauty and Space NK, if I don't get these figures exactly right, but I spoke to Cult Beauty and Space NK and they were talking about figures as high as 500% increases in bath and body well. as people tried to give themselves a moment, right? Mm. A moment of calm, some oh, yeah. time. Have you found yourself doing a bit more self-care? Absolutely.
3: Absolutely. I've I've been... I mean, obviously, I get sent a lot of stuff, but normally that stuff would go in a cupboard and be given away to beauty banks or, you know, a friend or a family member. Yeah, yeah. But I've actually started digging those things out, sticking them in the bath, you know.
2: What a joy. That's,
3: that's all we've got.
2: Also, yeah. and I know how much you love your family, and I really love my family, but a lot to be said for having a locked door silent moment <laughs> at the moment. <laughs> would you not say? I
1: don't know. My, my bathroom doesn't have a lock on it.
2: And Does it not? No, and every
3: fucking. This walks is giving me a nerve. Them, like, <laughs> right, and also the dog
1: scratch, and it annoys me because the dog scratches the door, and they're new doors. Yeah, you know, and you don't want them to be. And he doesn't go away. He will just keep scratching and scratching. So he will just come in and just sit there. Then the kids will come in and brush their teeth. And...
3: You need to change that, Jack. That's I just too much. I can't at all. Maybe you let know? the
1: dog in, then lock it, because then that's done. Yeah. And then I just
3: almost feel like it's. It's, i've set that tone now so it's a little bit too sort of late but i've got into this to... routine where i'm just kind of led by the weather so as it gets dark mm. that's it right that's my signal to get in the bath so this means four o'clock i'm in the bath four o'clock till five o'clock i'm in the bath when <laughs> i get out of the that. bath i have like half an hour in between five and, half, and five thirty where i have a cup of tea and pot around mm. five thirty i am in bed yeah, I'm not joking. It's dark. Netflix on. I'm in bed. I'm not going to go to sleep probably until nine. Sure, yeah. but I'm there just reading, oh, pottering around. Oh, you said around. the other day actually.
0: you in bed at half uh, five. Absolutely.
3: You joking? Also, no, absolutely not joking. Mm. I'm there. The dog's on the bed. Ryan sometimes is there as well. You yeah. know, we just. What else is there to do? Yeah,
2: I mean, it's perfect. So candles have had a huge moment for beauty. So candles is interesting to me because candles is one of those products in beauty where people either love or hate, right? So people who love candles really love candles. People who hate candles quite understandably say, well, you're literally burning money. They are so expensive and you are literally burning money. Interestingly... In the pandemic, candle sales have soared, and we can see how mass market they've become with the Byredo Ikea collaboration. Yep. Jo Malone, Zara. Mm. Jo Malone and Zara. Mm. So, Jo Malone of Joe Loves um, did arrange with Zara, and that is never in stock, mm. candle wise. Um, and then we have Byredo and Ikea, and we're seeing this huge run on candles, whether they are at the lower price bracket or the really bougie high-end price bracket because again it feels like that thing of creating an environment that kind of puts you at peace i read something about people not being happy about fragrance in candles did anyone
3: what's read the point? that? No, I we have know. electricity. I mean, but yeah, no actual complaints the... about fragrance in candles. <laughs> what's the I'm, not sure. I'm going to. I'm going to need to Google. That. I don't want. I don't want.
0: I
1: a no, candle idea. With no fragrance. <laughs> no fragrance.
0: The, the, the electricity's out. I'll just put the light on.
1: I <laughs> yeah. get a torch. Yeah. <laughs> Got loads of light. Uh, Do you have candles though that you just don't light? Uh, like I have a. I have a hierarchy of candles.
2: So I used to. I
3: I am uh, generally to. a person
2: where if I have a lovely thing, I want to use the lovely thing. But that's I think why it's I good mine life to practice.
3: The thing is, I have a I have a sixteen year old daughter, and uh, over the last over lockdown really, she's really sort of she's got a boyfriend. She's just got into candles, as you do. It's almost like clockwork, isn't it? You know, you know. <laughs> she's, she's got her First Guns and roses into Roses, candles, and her Nirvana, um, LPs. You know, <laughs> and she, be burning so she's burning the house down there. <laughs> I'm not joking. I went into her bedroom. She had every candle that I own, a light, (gasps) like 25 candles. She had that big, it was a present for me, that big one with the face on, the... Oh, Very yeah, expensive yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. the fawness. Oh, yes, yeah, yeah. So Beautiful. she's got that a yeah. light like by her bed. One. I've walked in, I've gone,
2: you've got 800 quid's worth of <laughs> candles <laughs> alight. Not <laughs> only are they not? There's
0: no candles. There's no You have to
2: blow them out. As soon as they're fully melted on the top, you blow them out because the, after that, you're just causing fumes. You have to just yeah. melt the top and then blow you're it You're not out. enjoying any of them. So you can cut through that smell with a knife. Oh. Do you know if you leave it burning for too long? It chokes you, doesn't
3: it? Yeah. It's, like, it's intense. Hair, like, it's really in intense. World. She loves incense and all of that stuff. She's at that stage, so she's
2: So one fa- so the things we've talked about thus far are things that are directly related to the pandemic like mm-hmm. face masks and self-care moments. But skincare has seen a phenomenal surge in lockdown partly presumably because people are experiencing things like maskne key workers in particular are having a terrible time and thank god if you are a, a key worker thank you so much for all that you do and among the many things the many negative ways that that must be impacting key workers lives is skin skin is an issue right people are getting maskne um, and so skincare has seen a huge surge it will come as no surprise at all, I'm sure, to all of you, to let you know that retinol sales are up 157%. Really? really?
1: That sort of wow. worries me, though. Tell me, I why? Because I feel like people are throwing too much stuff on their faces during lockdown. I mean, I could yeah. go all day on this, but, yeah. I mean, I've never seen so... Like, one of my friends came over to help me... She's a volunteering with Beauty Banks, and she works in beauty PR. She's nearly 50. She really knows her stuff. She was like, So um, I've been using this glycolic cleanser, and then I started using the Pixie thing, because I love Caroline Hurons and she loves Pixie. And then I was using this, and she said, And then my face started bleeding.
2: Yeah, do you <laughs> want some glycolic with that? I was like, <laughs> I oh, another shot
1: of, oh no, tretinoin on top of it? Was that the same day? God, I think it was over a period of, like, a week or two. But right. I think that people are just getting all these single actives. Mm. They're like, oh, niacinamide, niacinamide is good. Look, there's 10% niacinamide from that brand. As as is good. That's 5% from that brand. Let's put it all together and also, like, and mix it all together. And if our skin hurts and our face falls off, that's fine because we've just got to power through it. Like, that's but there's the
3: also that old-fashioned thing where if it hurts, it's good for you. Yeah. yeah. Anyone else? Yeah. 10 yeah. up to yeah. 11. Absolutely, yeah. yeah.
1: And where else does that would that sentence make sense in which other sort of area of the world you know it's just totally. ridiculous
2: well but the other thing about retinol because I, I as soon as we went into lockdown i embarked on on a serious kind of retinol journey and i'm still on it i've i went i started with one product i started what did i start with i started with estee lauder because that's nice and mild and you know with estee lauder the research is there and whatever so i started with estee lauder then i moved on to murad and then i moved on to kate somerville and then i moved on to prescription threat from Skin and Me right so Mm. so I so I went on that process and actually I think lots of people are on that process because it you're not out much so you're not having to slather on sun care all the time but also you don't mind if you look like a bit of a dog for a fortnight Mm. but but, you know if if your skin is like falling off and you're going through the the uglies as we call them in the industry so if you've started using a new retinol product very often you'll experience the uglies where your skin becomes very flaky especially if like me you're dry um you're dry as well and sam's dry dry. yeah yeah you do get this kind of flakiness a little bit of redness you don't look great your makeup doesn't look nice Mm -hmm. particularly for those first couple of weeks and so everyone was locked down so i think lots of people thought okay well if i'm gonna do it i'm gonna do it now and i dimmed the lights on zoom so just put that (laughs) nice filter on and was just
0: like
1: i'm fine just far
3: away
1: but i just think people want too much they want it too fast yeah right, so rather than say start on a lower dose and then get yourself built up they're like just give me the higher dose I'm just going to go straight into the heart. yeah no which is mental yeah. and then your face ends up looking like a leg of pork <laughs> right that's raw do you know what I mean and yeah. it's like it's not good for your face to feel painful Chapped. when you touch it
2: it's not good but here's the problem I mean I could go all day on this because I have grave issues with single ingredient skincare on the whole but the, but the issue with retinol and that thing that Sam's talking about of turning it up to 11 that, that everybody does, the, the problem is that people go for a high concentration but they don't really think about the stability of it long term right so actually a retinol that's 0.3% can actually be much more effective than a retinol that's 0.5% if it's more stable right mm. so you want it to be 0.3 at the start of the tube and at the end of the tube whereas lots come in high and then they tether off and mm. you get the irritation but none of the efficacy and so it's about finding the right formula but I think so many people are on that journey. Well they just re- like they just hear don't they that
1: uh, retinol is the only thing that's proven to work for fine lines and wrinkles, which mm. it is, right? It is a proven ingredient. Mm. But but it isn't necessarily going to work if you're mixing it with lo- loads of other single active ingredients. Yeah, you've got to ractric. pick a team, right? Yeah, and yeah. I think that the, any dermatologist that's worth their sort will tell you the best thing that you can do to your skin is use as few products Absolutely. as possible. It's not about how many you put on, it's the quality of what you're putting on. And you should be putting on an SPF and a moisturiser every day and a cleanser and just, you know, but you don't need to be using. Look, I think I counted, before I went on my Tretinoin thing, I counted the amount of products that I was using and I was using 12 different products every single day. Yeah. Two different cleansers in the evening, a different cleanser in the morning. I would use um, a skin tonic, some sort of water thing that I'd bought into, a hyaluronic acid, a vitamin C, azelaic acid, niacinamide, layering it all, all on. All right. I know. <laughs> it's surprising I got out of the door. Actually, I didn't, because we got not 4 dead, AM. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I think that's the thing. People are trapped in and kind of going, OK, well, finally, I have some time mm-hmm. for my skin. And it doesn't really matter if only my family can see me looking a bit ropy and it doesn't really yeah. matter if i can't put foundation on nicely mm. for this period of time i'm exactly. just going to focus on my skin but i
3: suppose that's it people just hear retinol and they think what i need is retinol but what they're not listening to is gradual yeah. you need yeah. to do it gradually you need to kind of do it a day on a day off you need to start very low yeah. you need to maybe buffer it with a moisturizer or whatever yeah. you need to do it, Mix it, it in doesn't in it doesn't with work immediately either
2: and it t- it really does takes time you just you've just got to be patient so, slightly related, I think, to the retinal surge is um, guess what's up 400% in lockdown? It's only the bleeding ring light. Is it <laughs> really? Oh, yes. Yes. Oh, oh, my God. I love a ring light. That's hilarious. <laughs> so, so, we have a friend who I think you've all met, Jimmy Bent, and, and uh, in Jimmy Bent by Hi, name Jimmy. and nature. Um, it, Jimmy, you only have to tell him a ring light will be in attendance <laughs> and he also will be. So wherever, wherever you go, if there's a party, obviously not at the moment, but no. but if there's a party or if there's an occasion or there's a launch I want him to come to with me because I'm on my own or whatever it is, if I say, Jimmy, there's a ring light there, <laughs> Bag down jacket on. He's there, he's got his foundation on, he's doing his brows on the tube, he's ready to be shot by ring light. But this year is the year that people have discovered the joys of a ring light with a vengeance. Wow. It doesn't surprise me. Hundred percent up. I ring don't light.
1: think a lot of people realise that good light is what makes skin look so great. Literally. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, Literally. basic, if you just blur like, all you have to... I remember Alex Stone telling me years and years ago, like, years ago, just go and stand next to a window when there's shitloads of sunlight coming in, Take your but you will,
2: your skin will just be the best it's ever looked. I always say this on Instagram because um, if I take my picture on Instagram, if I am standing by the window, I look unbelievably good compared to the real thing. Sunlight. <laughs> yeah. Sunlight is magic. But people mm. I say that as well. I'm like, guys, I have really good light here. This isn't
3: really this isn't really what I look like, you know, this is just good light. And I yeah. don't think people really hear that.
1: But no, actually it you sounds do like look, no, I'm sorry. You do look really good
2: in real life. You do look really oh, do good in real life. But I do look, help, but you do look better in daylight. But you do look better. You better look better in sunlight. Light? It's,
0: it's sun. a very low sun at the moment. You
3: look <laughs> better in sunlight. <laughs> <laughs> everyone does. Let's not. Do you know what? Most of those sales ca- happened one week into lockdown when people have been doing zooms and stuff, and they've gone and they're like, "Oh my I god, terrific. I look shit. Yeah. what can I do? YouTube, how to make myself but look better. But why don't
2: people know about
0: the enhance your appearance button on Zoom? I didn't for ages, and I was really annoyed. And then
2: you said, I told you, like, three months ago. Uh, Yeah, you've got to have that switched on.
0: Yeah, it just nice
2: little powdery. But we have all, (laughs) in our respective jobs, we have all seen, well, maybe not Lauren because she's younger, but we've all worked in the industry at a time where contact sheets are a thing, right? Where where things are not digital, (gasps) where they're contact sheets. And you see a contact (laughs) sheet with the light on and the light off, and even the most beautiful model, you see that frame with the light on, and it's so goddess-like and stunning and then you see it where for a moment the light went off and you're like it's so different
3: amazing yeah. and, and like joe says lighting
2: is everything oh it's everything
1: yeah i remember working with this guy luigi who was like the most sort of, big hair sort of god and we were shooting a story of patrick de Marchelier in new york and the lighting took three and a half hours oh, to yeah. set up the shoot took 40 minutes yeah it (gasps) was just like it's like all of that tweaking and the whatever and that was all more important to them than anything else and then he just stood in front of the camera and just went i'm done and that was it
2: all the good photographers spend days and weeks thinking about the shot and then hours and hours setting up the shot then shoot incredibly quickly Mm -hmm. long shoots are generally not good shoots They're, they're, they're not working out very well generally if it's a long shoot miserable yeah once that kind of lighting is um is set up you're kind of good to go and it is everything the way it dramatically changes your appearance the number of celebrities where i've had the contact sheets in and i've seen them with the light off and they just look they don't look normal they're still incredibly beautiful but their skin looks like actual skin yeah and then with the light on it looks like real skin as if real skin could look like that yeah which it can't which it can't (laughs) no Absolutely. Love a bit of lighting. Right, let's put um, another record on it makes me laugh looking at this place because it is all just like sally wants to go to a disco uh, <laughs> that was obviously i mean i i can't tell you what you just caught the end of basically somebody in the newsagent fancy joe is the um, upshot <laughs> she's um, just run off <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh sally Hughes here back for the first time in bloody ages i've got uh, joe jones with me co-founder of beauty banks and beauty pr extraordinaire Lauren Oki, who also works at Beauty Vets and is a makeup artist, and Sam Chapman, who you probably already know off of the internet, um, (laughs) makeup artist and general beauty guru. And that was the Chemical Brothers got to keep on one of my most played records of the year. Even though it didn't come out this year, it has been the balm for my soul this year. Proper dance music. Um, in the absence of actual going out and dancing. And that one really goes off, doesn't it? It really does. <laughs> it
0: does. It you can hear each other for a second. It does. <laughs> it does. <laughs> <He> <laughs> the,
2: Over the, top. The, the sort of <laughs> breakdown in the middle is, is incredible. Really, really good. And when it drops at the end, very, very strong work, Chemical Brothers, as always. Um, love it. So, continuing on with the theme of beauty, I thought, well, Joe and I thought that we would talk about which products have. have you relied on i suppose in lockdown the way our faces has looked uh, have looked is quite different right we've got to allow for masks we've got to allow for the fact that nobody has seen us are we wearing more are we wearing less which are the products that have been a kind of a lovely moment for us a lifeline joe it's your idea tell me tell me what you got <laughs> i remember at the end of lockdown when i was supposed to go and have some botox
1: in my forehead and I had to cancel it because I was doing something. I was right in up. there as
2: soon as they reopened. <laughs> so was Sam Chapman. I was there. Screeched <laughs> up. By the end, as honestly. soon as they reopened, I was like, jack me up. I was, if they would, if
1: I could have stood on my doorstep and then throw a dart boat at just randomly, um, I would have been standing there ready. Um, that's actually, Nadine actually said that like, that's what I would do, and she's totally right. Um, so I was a bit sort of. Hated that. Like, I hated what my skin looked like. But I um, what did I do? I did actually wear quite. I've been doing a lot of work on my skin, and my skin's the best it's ever looked. For Interesting. A long time. And uh, because I've been doing this tretinoin and this sort of um, uh, prescription stuff, and my skin, like, I've never. And I'm actually trying to do less to my face than more, because I think that the more, especially as when you get older, the more makeup you put on, the more it doesn't it looks aging like it's you feel like you want to hide everything and cover everything up but then i did found this amazing foundation that I got quite obsessed by the new um shiseido
2: one it's very good i mm. think i've heard you skin. yes the new synchro is really good yeah I mean, the old one was a bit matte for me because i a bit don't heavy, do heavy. yeah so
1: i've been loving that and i've also been using lash um growth things which sort of works and just, I always mean to do that, and I never. We've got to really stick to it. That's and why. Also, yeah. I love, I just um, I love I a tool. Well, not a person who's a tool. <laughs> And I've been using a new face. I bought a new face. New face is brilliant. It I swear really by it. Good. It's really, I really do. good. I love Sally it. Sally bought it for me. I was
2: like, can you buy I did, it for me? i I, think it's great. I bought
1: you that. Oh, um, I use it religiously
2: every single there day. There you go. Now you've remembered. No more presents. I like... <laughs> I like That's my, Christmas um, done. I like my Dr Dennis Gross LED mask. I, yeah. I really enjoy using that. Just because I've got time and I remember to do it because I'm not doing anything else. I'm not coming in from the train. Also, what? it gives you some light. Yeah. Doesn't it? You yeah, know, yeah, You're getting yeah. a little, almost, like, a bit of vitamin D. What, um, Lauren Oakey is currently trying to discreetly pour champagne. <laughs> Doing really well. such a good job. <laughs> even though it popped. Um, but which, which products that come in a bottle or tube have you loved? Have you been wearing lipstick? Because I, yes. I've gone through a very weird role reversal with lipstick, because everybody knows me knows that I'm a lipstick person. I love lipstick. And now I've gone from wearing lipstick out to not in... To wearing lipstick in but not out, if yeah. that makes sense. Absolutely. Because I'm, I'm wearing a mask and so I'll put on a nude or a tinted balm when I'm out. But when I'm indoors, like bring it on. I wore all day yesterday indoors at Ruby Roo like Ruby Woo. All day. Like no I dry. I
1: didn't go anywhere. <laughs> it's very dry. It's <laughs> basically right. I've
2: never worn it before. And I was basically. You have to turn the heating off. Ruby Woo so like way Wellington way. boots down a wet slide, isn't it? Just just... Go... It's just... Yeah. so that
1: It's like that time, it reminded me of the time that I went to Soft Play Centre and I was wearing, um, like, leatherette trousers. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when you just got
2: stuck on the freaking slide and you can't get down.
1: Yeah, but I did quite enjoy wearing it, though, even yeah. though I didn't go anywhere.
2: I mean, lipstick keeps me happy. I'm not, I can't be giving up lipstick for lockdown. That's not a thing that's ever going to happen. You had... So, Sam, you and Nick Chapman, Sam's sister, who I'm sure you already know, Sam and Nick had lipsticks come out during lockdown. That who was... launches a lipstick in lockdown? <laughs>
3: <laughs> I still find that the funniest
2: Really thing. good timing, well mean, done. Literally
3: around. the most dreamy collaboration <laughs> of all time. No-one gets to see it ever. <laughs> <laughs> completely gone by the by the it time the launch a club was ridiculous but you know what it was it was great you know what can you do eh
2: well i have enjoyed wearing those lips. I I love them. It's over my dead body am i going to give up lipstick yeah you know me
3: and a red lip i love it I've, i'm even wearing a red lip under my mask you I've, are. I've i found can vouch. i have found yeah. a mask that doesn't touch my lips so i can continue on as as i did before i just feel like i'm not me without a red lip So but the but the product that's really got me through, oddly, is black eyeliner. I've gone back to black eyeliner. Interesting. Yeah, and I've gone for the full tight line.
1: Yeah, you have got a full tight line on. And
3: and I've been wearing that every day. Sometimes I don't do it with the liner on the top and it's just the full tight line. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But I'm I'm super into it. I've been and that's been my staple sometimes with mascara, sometimes not. I've gone back to L'Oreal Telescopic Mascara, Mm -hmm. which is a bloody good mascara. mascara. It's a bloody good one. They yeah. sent it to me, uh, I think it was two weeks ago, and they just said the mascara that set TikTok on fire or something like that. And I was like, what does that even mean? What does that shit mean? Daughter <laughs> daughter no, that's like no, no that one... white noise thing that only teenagers can hear.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I can't know I'm too no old. one
3: cares. It means nothing, but it, it is a good mascara <laughs> and it is cheap as chips. You don't need to so... spend money on a mascara. No, no. you so don't. Do you? So, what's your black eyeliner of choice, please? It's actually Shiseido. Um Shushado, it's, it's it's called Lip on black. It is a like a twist up, a slightly thicker liner. I love a twist up because I never have a pencil sharpener in my makeup mm-hmm, bag and I'm so. gonna need that liner on the go. Mm-hmm, so it has to yeah. be it's like a chubby, but not too chubby, somewhere in between a chubby and a normal eyeliner, but twist up. <laughs> and I'm into it. It stays all
2: day. And yeah. You hate an eyeliner, Lauren O'Keefe I hate <laughs> eyeliner I just you can't. it every day sense the tone. <laughs> Literally every single
0: day. <laughs> Oh right, I didn't get it. I actually can't <laughs> remember a time I haven't worn it. So, One time, you convinced me when I went to a thing. You were like, "Don't wear it today," and I was like, "Yeah, do you know what? Screw it. I'm just gonna. We're not wearing it." And I felt it. so conscious. So Did what... everyone
1: think you were real? Well, though, they if just. I never
0: they wear mascara. Sort of at people at me think a bit that I'm like... You've got something different on, but, yeah, I, I just can't not wear so it. So
2: whatever you're about to name, your <laughs> lockdown your lockdown essential can't live there. whatever you're about to say, and I do want to hear the answer. Are we allowed to talk about your skin freak-out and its miraculous recovery? Yes, which one, though? Is it because I was thinking of the one before, the glycolic one. Remember my
0: face fell off no, and you No, I'm talking it. about the one that happened in lockdown where you were literally crying. Oh, my God, yes. So it was the mask, though, wasn't it? I went to town and yeah. it was really, really hot. It was the hottest day and... Um, I could feel it happening in the day. It was tingling for ages and then got home and my entire face had erupted. And I've got quite good skin. No, it's not like no, i am allergic not, to anything. Yeah. And but it was sore, wasn't it? Was it? So, yeah, and it was like sore.
2: It was like I had the plague, and, really, because <laughs> I had like bits of... And it was seeing just, as we're all <laughs> naming skin. product names, I really have to shout out to this product because it gets no attention, but it is literally magic. I gave it to you and you were like, Jesus Christ, it was fine. So Estee Lauder Instant Reset Concentrate... Is I, literal magic. It in was a so magic. I actually don't know what I would have done without it. I have never it was worked so on this product. I have nothing to do with this product. No. I've never worked on anything promotional to do with this product. But when someone's skin is going bananas and they're having their skin is having like a nervo, <laughs> Estee Lauder Instant Reset Concentrate oh my is God. like a chill pill. For a mentalised complexion, oh, that's good to know. and it took within three days, and it was so bad, wasn't it? I was it, yeah, really, you I was really crying. annoying.
0: I was crying because it was so painful, <clears throat> and then I couldn't wear a mask, so I couldn't go out, and I was just at home, and it was tingling for ages and ages. It was so weird, and then that three days, well, and mainly you were back gone, to normal. mainly gone, and then it was just kind of carry on as normal. Yeah, I don't, I with don't my skincare.
1: Estimate though, as well, how much stress it's plays a, a part of your skin. It was a bit of stress
0: mixed in, but it was mainly. But it does it will and- make
1: your skin like freak out yeah. being quite stressed. And I think people are really quite anxious, it's stressed, yeah. angry, had enough, you know, all of those and Hormo- like I think I feel much more hormonal being stuck indoors the whole time and not being able to go out.
3: I don't want to go out. Well, this usually. is the thing. It does right? a weird thing to you because you've been in for so long that you stop actually wanting to go out. You want to go out, but you don't want to yeah, go out. You, you can't feel really slightly face it. Totally. Yeah, you
2: become institutionalized. Yeah. So my my product of lockdown. It's hard for me because of my job. Even when I fall in love with products, I have to abandon them and that's, yeah. and that's really horrible. So I really love things sometimes and I have to say goodbye because the testing pile is mounting and I have to write a column a week and it's, you know, difficult. But one of the things that has really... Um, been a lifesaver for me, or a, a really regular reach for for me in lockdown, has been Tanlux Super Glow, and the reason mm. for that is I'm not outside, i'm not getting enough vitamin D, but also can't be asked to put foundation on really if I'm in my house, unless I'm doing a video or whatever. If I'm just around the house and doing Zoom calls, and if I just put a few drops of Tanlux Super Glow in my moisturiser before I go to bed, the next morning I've just got to clean my teeth, do my skincare, mm. and I look okay. I look like I've got a tinted moisturiser. I'm on. Gonna do- that it's It's really good Good. that's next week's job and so it's a hyaluronic acid serum it has a bit of gradual self-tan in it you can either put it on neat before bed or you can mix it in with your moisturizer and when you wake up you look like you've got a tinted moisturizer on and you might want to put a little bit of lip balm on brush through your brows and you look kind of okay i might try this (laughs) as well oh god i do
1: that i always put i've always been putting on fake tan you're good with
2: that, aren't because you? Because I just feel like if you put you wake it on up, when you're pissed, which I love. Like. Yeah, I know. <laughs> did did, did you? you see that I put you in a column? Because it is one of my favourite beauty tips. Yes. So Joe, so Joe said to me one time, and it is such a great beauty tip. So when Joe gets really cataclysmically drunk. When um, she's had a big night out, she gets home, she has a glass of water and puts some self tan on her face. <laughs> so the next morning, she wakes up and she doesn't look dead. Wow. But the other day when I did it, I did um, Amanda
1: Harrington
2: one, which mm. comes with mm. a brush. It's mm. great, that. It's I love really it. good. It is good.
3: Unfortunately, I was it up. a
1: little bit liberal <laughs> with my application. <laughs> and when you come down in the morning, when you've had, because I'd had quite a few gins, and it's when people look at you and they're like... <laughs> <laughs> Dan was like that. <laughs> Where the fuck have you been overnight? <laughs> if like, it but, does make you feel better, though. Oh, my God, so much better. And especially if you're dehydrated and just, like, feeling like crap... When you then look in the mirror and think, "Oh, I don't look as crap as I feel," it just makes you feel a bit better. You know?
2: I find as well. I've been. I mean, it's not a new thing because I have worn it for so many years. But I find Mac Face and Body is the level I want to be at. If I'm going to yeah. put, if I'm going to put a moisturizer or uh, a foundation on, sorry, Mac Face and Body is as much as I'm going to go unless I'm making a video. If I'm just around the house and I want to look nicer, Face and Body. Is about as much as I'm no, gonna totally agree do yeah,
3: yeah. a or tinted eborium. moisturiser or face and body eborium
2: eborium's great you love that don't I you? know she
1: <laughs> says I'm gonna be embalmed in it she is.
2: <laughs> I feel like yeah but for me uh, if you're but if you're dry yeah mac face and body is like just a little sweep of betterness yes mm. also
0: hands I feel like
2: you can just do that with it
0: and yeah. it looks good mm. that's not y- true of everything. Can...
2: Face and body, you can use and abuse. You don't need lovely brushes. You don't need lots of time. You can just kind of sweep it over your face and you will look better than you did five minutes ago. So that's... If you're dry, it just kind of gives you a slightly eggshell. I completely agree. Yeah. Yeah, it's just one of the best. Oh. Even out of lockdown, I choose that. Oh my God. It's amazing. It's mm. kind of the greatest. Yeah. You told me, am I allowed to say this? You told me that you think you're going to wear face and body on your wedding day because you know where you are.
3: Oh, Do you know? God, I probably will. You know, well. I've, I've
2: been through so many foundations, but
3: I also know that oh, you're when I. was you say so many weddings. <laughs> so many, darling. But um, I think just from years and years of working as a session makeup artist, you know where you I are. know where I am. I know mm. how it photographs you know i know how no to work back. with it I, yeah. yeah i don't have to worry so yeah. i probably will yeah So yeah. you want to look like you don't you totally yeah and also you've got yeah. the, the thing with that is that the colors are so simple it's very easy to get the perfect color for you it's true yeah it's just not yeah super easy it's true I'll and think. it's
2: so sheer that it's so forgiving within shades we're in uh the second hour so we're going to do uh sam chapman's playlist Sam, why yeah. did you choose Mary J? Although I'm so happy, I Mary it's J is such a tune. On. There's
3: so many Mary J tracks that I could have chose, but I went to this concert. Uh, do we call them concerts anymore? Or is gigs? that just gigs? I don't okay. know. Yeah. Back I in the day, I went to this. I actually won tickets when I worked at Mac, um, and I've never. I've been to so many gigs, but this particular one. When I turned around, when she was singing this, when I turned around, everyone was crying. Everyone was crying. She is such an emotional performer and I've never experienced anything like it since or before.
2: So, so I, saw just, her, I saw her perform this at Glastonbury in the pouring rain. And it was so interesting because you had Ooh. you had all these kind of, you know, hipster young dudes being a bit... Nee, ..about <laughs> performing in the rain. And Mary J Blige came on and, obviously, the rain didn't exist. She was soaking wet and she was... <coughs> everyone was crying it's and amazing. singing along. I feel like
0: the she, rain would add to it, though. Oh, like, just it really, did like, add
2: to it. We're in this with it you. It was slightly religious. Yeah. So she, she sang this song in the pouring rain and was kind of... On her needs and it was so amazing and the sentiment of it right is kind of your absolutely I mean she she actually did a talk before she sang this song about her dad and about her relationship
3: with her dad which was so emotional and I just you know just listening to the words and the whole sentiment of it I mean everyone was broken but in particular it resonated with me I suppose
2: yeah you've probably guessed by now the track is the amazing no more drama by Mary J Blige as chosen by Sam Chapman back in a minute what a tune. God, no More Drama by Mary J. Blige. I never not want to hear that. No, is every time it comes on, you just get those goosebumps, don't you? Yeah, totally. That was chosen by Sam Chapman as a record that means a lot to her. There are a few more coming up. Sam has chosen all the music for the second hour, which I love. That's one of the things I've missed about this show. I love hearing people's picks, but Sam's list in particular, there's literally no duds on it, so Ooh, we, kicked with,
3: <laughs> we kicked her. off
2: with... <laughs> she didn't say that no, when I did sure. it. <laughs> I mean, it's slightly, <laughs> it's slightly predictable. <laughs> to Sam, I was like, you've got to choose, like, five, six records. One of them is going to be I Feel Loved by Donna You that. yes, it is. Going to be <laughs> That's on the list, of course. Um, it's never wrong, though, is it? Uh, so we were talking while that was playing. Um, I don't know how we drifted onto it, but we started talking about um, probably the, the the man who has made 2020 a really good thing, right? Um Amid a really, really terrible time, there has been one uh, British man who has stepped up and kind of made you feel proud to be British at a time where it's pretty difficult to be proud to be British, I would say. Um, And that is Marcus Rashford. Um, I think all of us just feel that Marcus Rashford has shifted the conversation and has made us feel good about people again Mm. and joe you love him don't you you really love him and what what has it meant i mean i know what i think but i'm interested in your thoughts what has it meant to us at beauty banks to have marcus rashford um banging the drum for children living in poverty
1: it's just that he's got so much visibility you know there's no one bigger in this country than a footballer right and i don't really know that much about football but i know that manchester united is probably the biggest club in the country one of the biggest clubs in the world and He's only, what, 23, and I think to have such emotional intelligence and to have such empathy, obviously he's been there, I see he can draw on that, but lots of footballers have. Lots of footballers come from places that they grew up in, you know, in, in not a great surrounding or in near poverty or whatever. He's not unique in that sense, but what he is unique in is that he's actually done something about it. And there were some really sad things that I was reading about abuse he was getting from Manchester mm. United football fans who were telling him to stop all this charity stuff, concentrate on your football, Stay do what your you're lane. paid for, and all of that kind of stuff. And I just love that he... Because actually 23, without sounding really passionate, he was really young. When I was 23, mm. if someone... You just want to be the same as everyone else, don't you? And if someone says anything, that you really take offence and it can be really life-destroying. But I think... When I look at him, the first thing I think of is that you've got an excellent mother.
3: I was just yeah. about to say it. <laughs> excellent mother or excellent father, one or the other. Yeah. He has He has an excellent, strong parent there. Every single
2: time he mentions his mother, I start crying. Mm-hmm. And he mentions his mother do. most weeks. <laughs> and... I just, every time I look at, which isn't to take anything away from him as an individual because he's a magnificent human being, but that doesn't come from nowhere. Mm -hmm. He has grown up with this very strong, principled, ethical, moral woman Mm -hmm. who has obviously worked her ass off to raise this beautiful boy and has instilled in him values that the whole country needs to adopt, right? And when he pays tribute to her publicly, which he does frequently, I find it so moving because there are so many kids who come from poverty who are, who are guided through it in a beautiful way by somebody who just loves them very deeply. And for him to pay tribute to that, I just find it, I find it incredibly moving. And he... I just feel like he's been the kind of light yeah. in this year. Yeah,
1: and also he's been the male that has countered the other public figure males that have perhaps not um, bathed themselves in glory. And I'd quite like um, certain males to get a tattoo of U-turn tattooed on their foreheads because I think it's very... But what I find incredibly, like, frustrating from a charity point of view is that the only reason that certain things have happened, like giving kids... um, free school meals during the summer and whatnot has happened because this is a footballer with an incredibly high profile which is amazing that he's managed to make that happen but if it was any smaller than that you know if it was it wouldn't have changed anything I, I, I,
2: I think that's why I admire him so much, because actually, you talked about, you know, footballers, they, they often come from nothing, they often come from poverty or, or limiting kind of socioeconomic backgrounds, and actually, no shade that they go off and go to Dubai for weeks on end and buy all the bling and, and you know, gamble and uh, fund earned it, right? Do what you like, right? Yeah, it, absolutely. Do, absolutely no yeah. shade. But the fact that this guy has gone, actually, I do have a lovely life, but what I'm not going to pull up the ladder behind mm-hmm. me and I'm going to go back for the people who could have been me if I didn't have this God-given talent, this mm-hmm. extraordinary talent that has allowed me to get out of that, I, I think is... I think is really remarkable. And also, I suppose my perspective on it is slightly different from you guys, because, so Sam Chapman has two daughters, mm. Jo Jones has two daughters, I have two sons. And as the mother of boys, it is actually really, really hard to identify incredible male role models mm. in society. There are Just the times we're living in, there are loads of women doing amazing things, right, and making yeah. being a woman very important in the world. But actually, most of the high-profile men who talk about masculinity or who portray Masculinity—a kind of, you know, Ooh, what about International Men's Day? You know, they're angry. <laughs> That's they're, they're angry, and and they're not listening. And their their movement is based on anger. And what I see in Marcus Rashford is a man who is being a very strong, very masculine, very male person Mm -hmm. whose job is a male pursuit, Mm. by and large, as much as women's football is very important, let's face it, football, by and large, is a men's hobby, a men's pursuit. He represents such maleness to me, but is so compassionate and so kind and so soft and thoughtful that I find, as a mother of sons, I think he's incredibly important.
3: In Absolutely, culture, and
2: he's, he's actually so brave. It's not nothing, what he's done.
3: You know, it's a lot to take on. Mm. Like, the, I, I work in beauty online with much smaller following than he has, and I get shit every day about nonsense that isn't anything like what, what he's doing. So I cannot imagine the level of
1: abuse oh, it was he awful.
3: endures. It was awful listening to... The, but do you know what the good thing is? is that his football has just got better. But also seeing the papers that's come... That's very lovely, isn't Yeah, not it? yeah, It's very satisfying. It's great, but seeing the papers come for him for yeah, buying properties or whatever, I mean... But, oh, my God! I mean, what are you... What? Okay. When, who cares? If That's so the best well. you can I do. I want that yeah. for him. Yeah. Absolutely, who doesn't? For him?
2: He has made a stack of money through this incredible talent he has. I want him... I want his kids and his grandchildren, his great-grandchildren to have a better life. And he's Absolutely. Been smart. He's what, investing, he's, he's that's smart. good. He hasn't blown it on coke and hoes, right? He you hasn't know. done that. He's bought property, which is what any intelligent person does and he is very intelligent. And what he's done is while securing his future financially and buying his mum a house and all of that, he has also gone but who am I leaving behind? And that mm-hmm. is the dream scenario, right? Somebody who's got themselves out of it, who's given themselves a great life but also wanted to give a better life to those who don't have his talent and his opportunity i think i think it was quite amazing when alex ferguson came out and
1: was just joined hands with him they've just launched this appeal with the times and alex ferguson is like the don of all things manchester united and i just think that those the people that cast those stones the people that will log on to your email like your instagram and say shit about you and say things about you and what marcus Rashford or whoever are just fundamentally jealous, right? And that is it. Like, it's hard well, for you to. are
2: by whatever it is that well, you Well, and it I blows suppose. holes through their character if somebody's doing an amazing thing. Yeah.
1: yeah, and it just, it makes them. Oh, um... yeah, <laughs> <energies>. The button <bomb laughs> fell off my wine glass. <laughs> oh, she's losing it already. Um, I know, I'm just thinking. Look at what I need I, one. Do you know, I looked no. when that thing happened with when you did your um, amazing Radio yes. 4 um, show, oh, which yeah. um, Dan and I listened together. I never heard, like, I have heard of this uh, this dragging site before. But I went on it, and I thought, I'm going to put my name in it, and there's going to be... No, and then there was oh, this man, thing. I, I put my I've name... No, done. no, but there was barely oh, anything. But the thing that there was just made me laugh so much that I just felt so pathetically, like, sorry for the person that gives a shit about someone they don't even bloody know. What right. was it? It was something like... Um, That fucking woman, right? I've that. That fucking woman. Was it me? um, Sally underscore yeah, it was like Sally
2: underscore Hughes forty two. Yeah, that's one place you know it's definitely (laughs) not
1: me. She said, "Do you know who I really don't like on Insta um, online? I really don't like Nadine Bagot, but the only time." I really, really despise Nadine Bagot <laughs> is when she's with that fucking awful woman, <laughs> Joe Jones or whatever she is, and she like gallops around with Sally pretending they're doing wood. I oh just my thought, god! Joe, I had kind of just... a bottle
0: of wine. I didn't know what oh I was doing. I, no. oh. do you know I, I didn't think.
1: <laughs> but the thing is, I didn't think. Oh, you st- like you? Blah, 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 you don't know any. I just thought you're an absolute goon. Like you. Like how oh. can you even? Like, I can't imagine. Like.
3: Actually, ever giving oh, a shit about someone like, else I that I didn't know. It's brilliant. There's can't. the most amazing thread on I there about can't. about me, which I told you about the other day, and I'll
2: tell you about after this. It's so fantastic. Mm. I just oh yeah. I, I just can't. I just want to say, you know, when was the last time you volunteered at a food bank? Probably never. <laughs> <laughs>
3: anyway.
2: Yeah, yeah go and speak to Marcus Rashford. Yeah, and he can give you but, some nice. But, but Marcus Rashford has made me proud to be British this year. In at, at a time when it was really easy to feel embarrassed and ashamed of the country we were in. Um, The way the the the, country was handling such a terrible thing and for Marcus Rashford to kind of rise in the middle of it all and say, oi, there are people who really, really need us to be better people. And I think for Beauty Banks as well, it has been helpful to us because what he's done is he's provided a megaphone to the cause that we work on and um, it, it, he's, it, he's amazing. I think. Arise, sir Marcus. Well Ooh. if he doesn't wow. if he's not very high up on the honours list, I would be amazed because how could he not be right? He has everything that's been good about this country yeah. this yeah. year. Um, and also he'll look really good in all the pictures and- <laughs> <laughs> Um, a really big shift happened uh, for me as a journalist, uh, talking about what you just said about Marcus Rashford. And so when I first became a journalist, probably for the first ten years, I would interview a male celebrity, which I did a lot because I worked for a men's magazine, and I would go, "Oh, would I, wouldn't I? He's, he's a bit of all right, now nah, I wouldn't. Or oh, he's gorgeous or whatever. And then about ten years ago, a shift happened where I'd interview somebody really lovely, a really gorgeous man, and I'd come away and go, "Oh, he'd make a lovely husband for my <laughs> daughter. Oh, no. like, like, and Marcus Rashford makes me feel like... Oh, no. oh I'd love one of my friend's daughters to marry Marcus Rashford. He's so Yeah, amazing. like you just <laughs> want to go and
1: give them a dinner. Yeah. Or whatever, invite them into your. You know, it's very sort of. Yeah. 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 No, no, not like Stormzy. No. Oh no, I think he's. a <laughs> love Stormzy. No, I think he's a
0: nice kind of. Yeah. No, I don't, really I, really. don't I, think I don't She fancies to. him. none yeah. Yeah. Oh, I you mean, want it? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I'm not inviting him over. Oh no, no, I really fancy him. He's rag at tall as well, which is yeah. nice. Yeah. 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 Don't get many of those.
2: <laughs> um, so let's go to Sam Chapman's next choice because it is one of my favourite songs of all time, and as anybody who knows me will know, it's the one that I always get up on the dance floor for and sing along with one of my best friends, Paul Simper, who always plays it for me. As I did at my wedding. I know what in this front. song is. We and so George Michael, can I just yes. say, this time of year, I'm still not over it. I'm not over it. I'm still not over it. Uh, why <sighs> did you choose this track, other than the fact oh. that it's fully amazing?
3: It's amazing, and I was. I, I... This came out in 1990, I assume, as it's '90, yeah. yeah. which would have made me 17. Yeah, which is, you know, spot on for this for for this particular track with all the supers in it. Beautiful makeup. I got into makeup sort of from this kind of era.
2: Um, and who knows who did the makeup? Oh, um, um it's a legendary piece of makeup artistry. Was it Kevin O'Connor? No. Oh Sandy no. Lindner? No.
1: Not Greenwell.
2: No. No it's not Greenwell. Greenwell did a lot Uh, around that time so it was done by carol brown who is an amazing makeup artist who has very few followers on instagram considering the level of her talent and legend you must follow her she's one of the great british makeup right now i thought it was kevin that makes sense well it's kind of that vibe i would have guessed Um, kevin so so carol brown um blue and gray eyeshadow and nude lips it was and and that incredible kind of glycerin on christy turlington in the (laughs) bath following her so Any iconic shots in this one the makeup in that video is so incredibly brilliant and so if anybody's listening who is into their beauty and is on instagram you must follow carol brown because she is a literal genius so let's hear sam chapman's next choice which i fully 100% endorse it's freedom 90 by the amazing george michael That was George Michael with one of my favourite songs of all time, Freedom 90, which was chosen by Sam Chapman, makeup artist, businesswoman, um, general beauty guru. She has got a banging playlist. We're on track 2 We've got more to come. Um, I, Seeing as Sam Chapman's here, and this is basically her hour because she's chosen in music, we mm. just decided that we could not do today's show without touching on... Uh, The story that I think... The only story of the year that I think has given somebody I know more pleasure than it's given (laughs) me. And I'm talking about the Total Landscaping Garden Centre. uh, uh, The the Total Landscaping Centre. Four Seasons seasons Total Landscaping. Four Seasons Total Landscaping Centre. We're quite well lubricated at this point, I'm not (laughs) going to lie. So... Sam Chapman um, basically gave up about three weeks of her life to this story. <laughs> Sam, can you just tell us a little bit about this story and why it touched your heart in such a profound way? I
3: love this story so much. In fact, one of my best moments of this story was actually knowing how much you'd also love it. I was obsessed You with were it. the first person I messaged, so I was yeah. like, this is the best thing ever. Yeah. So everything about it was nuts Completely nuts! You know, so you're, great. you're trying to have like a profession. You're trying to look professional, but you accidentally book the wrong place. That just happens to be a garden centre. I, I, I love
0: next to what was it? A sex shop, pool a shop, you know, a crematorium. So and wonderful! Something else it was a creme and a peep show. But they've literally yeah. gone.
3: Let's not spend extra money getting the actual, actual Four Seasons. Let's or just let's make not the check best. That we've this done the situation. right thing in the first place. So they've got the garage door, and they've literally blue tacked Trump. <laughs> Posters on it.
2: <laughs>
3: it's, it, is, it is amazing. <laughs> I just love the
2: posters. So, 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 what happened was that the Trump. So, I, I, I'm going to say, Sam, it was like maybe six days after the election, five or yeah, six days it after was the election. Very
3: quickly after.
2: So, the Trump uh, uh, campaign team tweeted publicly that there would be a rally to defend Trump against the completely unfounded allegations that the election had been rigged. Um, and there was going to be a rally headed up by Rudy Giuliani, which we'll definitely come back to, um, and it would be at the Four Seasons, Donald Trump then retweeted... That. <laughs> um, he retweeted that there would be this rally in his name to talk about the completely unfounded allegations that the illusion was rigged at the Four Seasons. One automatically assumed that it was the very bougie hotel, the Four Seasons, which would, he can well afford. Right. It would seem yeah. like that was which where they should be doing and that. He, which he and his campaign team can well afford. They probably own it, don't they? <laughs> Um, no, they don't own it, and the reason we know they don't own it is because after he retweeted it, the Four Seasons tweeted, the actual Four Seasons tweeted and said, uh, "No, got no in Sorry, in the name of Trump, I don't know. Um, uh, no, I'll, I'll check, but I don't is think not happening." And they presumably tweeted this because they didn't want a kind of a million mouth breathers turning up and, and kind of waving MAGA flags, and so the actual Four Seasons said. No, very no, that's not happening with us. And it transpired that the location booked, um, probably by mistake, but we don't know because they have basically walked away from it like a puppy walking away from a huge pile of poo. <laughs> um, what we, we don't know what happened, but it was either booked by mistake... Which I think is most likely. I, yeah. I think yeah. so. It will be given to some junior PR person or
1: whatever. A junior who's then person the blame. has
2: just called the Four Seasons and booked it, not knowing that they were booking into the Total landscaping Centre. And <laughs> well, they've just imagine it. when they found out adjacent adjacent <laughs> to a sex shop and opposite a crematorium. Or they had done it. They had done it deliberately, but Trump. It had been lost in translation. I suspect the former. Yeah, I uh, that, yeah, it, yeah. It, that it was a mistake. No, so. Jail. Nonetheless, despite everything that Sam's just said, and I've just said, nonetheless... Um, they turned up. See, that's so, the thing, like, why did they turn up? Like, why, like, as any, like, as a PR person, you're like, you do not
1: turn up, right? You basically, you create some, sort you throw a load of money at it and try
3: and make it... Because there's it something so else. Many, many egos involved that they just think it will be
2: fine if they're there. We'll
0: just put it's some just posters up on the door. And no one will notice. No one will notice Smoke where we
2: mirrors. are. Yeah, So exactly. Rudy Giuliani turns up at the Four Seasons Total Landscaping Centre, <laughs> um, stands in front of the blue-tacked... Uh, posters, and then proceeds to shout in the most sort of mad, nonsensical way, and then wheels out a load of witnesses, who, in inverted commas, who are just some sort of idiots, who are kind of you saying probably got from the crematorium. Wheels out a sex <laughs> <of pot laughs> shop. Um, wheels out a load of pot plants. <laughs> and started making um, so far completely unfounded accusations about uh, voter rigging, which, by the way, the Supreme Court dismissed out of handy even though he has a 6-3 majority yeah, in, in the uh, yeah. Supreme Court, they have dismissed out of hand without even hearing the case because it's so ludicrous. Yeah. Uh, so Rudy Giuliani, not the fake tan creosote rolling down his face at this point, that was a week later, uh, starts screaming and <laughs> shouting isn't. outside the landscaping centre and, too long, don't read, but the upshot is the entire internet has the only nice day of 2020.
3: It was such, I, I, a, such know, a nice day. I really enjoyed it. What I really, I did really love that moment. Obviously, I bathed in it. Um, <laughs> and if I don't get some of their merch for Christmas, I'll be totally disappointed. <laughs> this was one of the things about the actual place, the Four Seasons Total Landscaping. Um, shortly afterwards, they got loads of one-star reviews on their... By maga Yeah, people... Yeah. Well, no, actually, yes, by MAGA people. They just left all these one-star reviews saying it was terrible or whatever. But these guys actually brought out merchandise, which sold out... Moments. Because why wouldn't so it, right? A good well, so of, of course, course they bit... take on Mago. and I mean with slogans like "Make America Rake Again." Yeah, and <laughs> very good. Order, very good.
2: I mean. I mean winner winner chicken dinner really. <laughs> absolutely lovely, it was, a, lovely you know, stuff. it was a beautiful moment during the pandemic where a terrible person was humiliated and where a small business had a moment right? Absolutely, yeah. it kind of gave you everything didn't it a small business who's gone through a really shitty time had a golden moment where everyone in the world loved them they're just really they... shocked
0: when they don't i could just i <laughs> know oh, Could you which <laughs> i'd seen them the trucks arrive and they're like what oh, the fuck's happening <laughs> Oh, OK, this makes
2: sense. And Set up, guys, that's them, fine. They had a real sense of humour about it. They took the booking, because quite right, a small of business they would. should take the booking. It was um, probably quite a lot of money.
3: I would imagine it was. If
1: they
2: thought they were booking the four seasons, it's probably not any kind of shy... I reckon. Show. And then Rudy Giuliani, who is... Clearly, and this is my own personal opinion, is clearly so mental um, and and just stood in front of this garden centre screaming uh, while the entire internet watched in disbelief and mirth. Absolutely. There's been so many moments since as
3: well, though, hasn't there, with the hair dye dripping down the face and then... The fart next to
2: the woman last week. <laughs> I missed the uh, fart. Oh, I Talk must. me through the fart. What's the fart?
3: I'll send you the clip. It's too oh. enjoyable. He's in. He's he's in an actual like trial sort of situation, and there's a woman sitting next to him, and he's talking, and he blatantly lets one rip, and she just looks at oh him. Oh my goodness! It's so disrespectful? It's amazing. Oh
2: my goodness. So yes, <sighs> Giuliani had another temper tantrum where his uh, foundation rolled down his face. Well, it couldn't have been it foundation. It, it was really kind of started. like a They said that he had. Hair it's the dye. hair spray, dye stuff
1: yeah. it was that, that went the kind together. Of Ronco yeah, to of... hide the bald head, and it just sort of—it's the David and... Guest. Mm.
2: Yeah, the yeah. oh. so David Guest. Yeah, the kind of spray-on temporary hair colorant. Um, exactly, it was one of those temporary things, and it rolled down his face, sliced through like his foundation, a kind of melting candle. Yeah. <laughs> Roll down his face, but actually, uh, I believe last I heard on the internet, and again, I must say, this is just off the internet and my own personal kind of feed that I'm reading. That Giuliani, um, apparently now has COVID, And my instinct was, you don't have COVID, but even Trump is now embarrassed of you, and, yeah, and you need to be removed from this well, situation. Apparently he's going to I don't think pardon. Trump had it. No.
1: Have you heard about that? Well, that's that's kind of... Because Giuliani has been investigated for something for quite a long time and Trump is talking about pre-pardoning Giuliani himself, his children.
2: Yeah.
3: Like, it's quite
2: crazy. But the investigations around Trump around tax evasion, and again, I'm on the radio, so I really don't know what the outcome would be, but the alleged uh, tax evasion that they're looking into is not pardonable. Um, Mm, But so whatever he wants to do, that investigation, if New York State decides to pursue it, will stand because you cannot pardon yourself against tax evasion. Interesting. Um, So it'll be interesting to see what happens there, but certainly there is speculation that he will be trigger-happy on the pardoning... Oh, for um, sure. ..before he leaves. But as this, before we go to Sam's next uh, record, as today is about joy and um, (laughs) and, and, and not terrible things... um, joe biden winning so decisively in the american election was my moment of 2020 i
3: i enjoyed that so much
2: it felt actually, like a turning moment yes didn't
3: it? i cried it felt like a weight was lifted even though i think we all knew it wasn't a turning moment it was just so exactly such that. a moment to be able to enjoy just for a fleeting moment we, yeah within but just a normal
2: family of shit, as well really. like
3: just all there enjoying each other and like the fireworks
0: like afterwards yeah, all exactly. that it just was so i think sam's
2: right in intellectually you know that there's a whole load of shit to come Yeah, of course. just for that moment i just felt that a grown up was in charge, that facts had won. Yeah, the adults were back. ..that the adults were back and that everybody had gone, OK, this is actually the decorous way to run the Western world. This yes, is the least. correct way to conduct yourself. it was so
1: frightening for a moment, though, wasn't it?
2: Well, so it got to the point where we had had CNN for so long. You were properly like, in CNN when you were I for only watched it day. <laughs> four days. It got to the point where my kids got home from school. They'd come home from school, dump their rucksack in the hallway, put their head around the living room door, and go, what's the latest? <laughs> because all Dan and I did was watch CNN for four days.
0: I mean, it was the best, wasn't it? CNN. It was really. It was. Uh, I still watch
3: it now. I, it was I have it downloaded now. I'm, oh, do I'm you? Fully obsessed. I yeah. still watch the updates on what he's doing. It. I just can't get. It just becomes such a way of life. Over that. Hang on. Why did it take so long? Do they normally take that long? I don't
2: think. Well, it's too big a country, which is the problem, really. No. But, yeah. Um, but, but yeah, I mean I the votes. B- you know, so they're states... all on different time zones as well. Ooh. So, the time that you get to,
1: like, there's a different time zone between what LA and New York, the east coast, west coast, is something like well, eight there hours. there are states in America like that. that have
2: that it's are bigger than hours, Britain really. in terms of yeah, it is, populace. Like, so, uh, yeah, it, it felt interminable because we all know, right, when there's a general election, we all know so by small, like one toted. in the morning, because we're so small and we all it? stay yeah. up yeah. And, and cry. We all, and all <laughs> know by one in the morning, and also Britain, you know, despite regardless of whether I approve of this government or not, which I obviously don't, we do tend to do things properly. You know, mm. we, we we count the election and we trust in the results even when we're really unhappy about them. But it was so complicated, that election. But in so a way, complex. with our elections, it doesn't have such dire consequences for the rest of the world. See, I've Agreed. had so
3: many people attack me and say, why are you so invested? And I'm like, well, actually, yeah. what happens there yeah. really affects everyone else. So we do really very much care you know, as much as you do, essentially. Oh, God, I 100%. had someone say to
1: me, I posted something on a small thing on my small following, this woman was, like, obviously very pro-Trump.
3: What do you know
1: about American politics? What gives you the right to do blah, blah, blah? And I said, well, I did live in America for six years and study um, international politics at university and got a PhD in it. Was that and, true? No! <laughs> Shut <laughs> her up, though. Just... <laughs> She feels terrible now. Oh, I know. Get back in your box.
2: <laughs> but, but also, but, but also, I don't give a shit if someone in America wants to lay into Boris. I'm, no, no crack go, go on, I'm have a crack. No. I'm, absolutely happy I'm on with your that. side. But the thing about the thing about the Trump thing, whenever I post on Instagram about say abortion or Trump or things I feel very strongly about, the people who give me grief, and there always are some people in, who give me grief. When I click on their name, they never follow me, right? So they yeah. follow. Yeah, yeah. They follow the hashtag. Or they follow keywords, and they're never people that you've lost. The people who follow you are just like normal people who are like, "Well, yeah, this is some bullshit." Mm. So it is generally fine. They never follow you. They they chase an argument just around for the a fight. internet. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So um, the I'm feel good. So we all agree that the feel good moment <laughs> of the year was Joe Biden mm, winning sure. the American presidency so decisively, and with a. Uh, sorry, can I just say with a. With a wife, with a career, a working wife, and a rescue dog, a dog, coherent a and, afterwards. Dog, and a military, military hero son, and, like, a solid, good family that you can look up to, so... Um, It seems right that we probably should go to Sam Chapman's next choice, which is one of the greatest feel-good records of all time and the most predictable Sam Chapman choice ever. (laughs) So, um, I mean, as if you need to explain, but why have you you chosen Donna Summer?
3: Oh, God, this song. My mum was really, really into disco when I was a kid. She had all the vinyl. I heard this a lot when I was growing up. But even now, when I want to just cheer up or, or I'm going somewhere, I'll put it on in the car full blast do you yes. go for the full 12 inch extravaganza i go for the full the full 12 12 inch and i Correct. really experience it and it gives me full asmr tingles the full thing i get i get an the actual intro. proper yeah because you waiting for it
2: as well yeah i get the full response yeah. to it lovely like, um, nothing yeah, makes you feel higher Then I Feel Love. Incredible record. We're not playing the full 12 inch extravaganza, we're playing the edit. But um, feel free to go forth and play the 12 inch after this. It's Sam Chapman's Choice of I Feel Love by Donna Summer. Amazing, amazing record. One of those covers that is better than the original, in my opinion. The others being Always On My Mind by the Pet Shop Boys and As by George Michael and Mary J. Oh, Blige. Oh, so See, good. I love Gloria I, Jones. Well, I adore, so. I adore Stevie Wonder. I just love, like Stevie, you love Stevie Wonder I You love Gloria version. Jones, but yeah. I just think that the definitive as is George Michael and Mary J. Blige for me. And the video. And the definitive Always On My Mind is the Pet Shop Boys for me rather oh than my God, Elvis, I much, prefer much that. as I yeah. love Elvis.
1: Do you know what's quite depressing? is when a new song comes out of a cover of something old from Now, from one of the artists of Now, and you're just like,
2: they've murdered it! So can I just tell you, when uh, when I worked at The Gap, as I did for many years, so when I worked at The Gap, a boy asked me out on a date, and he was a fair bit younger than me. I was single at the time, but I just had my doubts about it because he was a fair bit younger than me. And I thought, what will we talk about? But I'm single, I kind of talked myself into it, I accepted the date. And uh, there was one day we're on the shop floor and uh, the music came on and the pet shop boys, West End Girls, came on. And I was behind the cash wrap, cashing up. The store had closed, and he said, who's this covering E17? Oh, no. <laughs> and I can't our it uh, Of course you did. <laughs> Correct. I was like, mate, no. No. no we I have nothing cannot, to talk about. I cannot take this any further. <laughs> if you it. think that West End Girls is an E17 uh, song, I'm afraid we have I mean, no God love them. I love them. I was already drinking myself into boys. it, but I'm afraid, I'm afraid I am simply too old for <laughs> (laughs) That moment I was out. Um, Sam Chapman, can I talk to you about the fact, very briefly? Mm. I don't need you to go into detail, but can I talk to you about the fact that today it has been announced widely? Yes. um, Online and within kind of industry newsletters and so on that you and your sister, who we love, Nicola, um, have. Uh, parted ways with Real Techniques, the brush brand that you co-founded and worked on for so many years and were creative, um, influential creative partners with Real Techniques. Tell us as much as you can about that. Well, I mean, we were with them for nine years... And I think, it feels like about 100, Do you know what? It, so it, it, does, it
3: definitely does. When they said nine years, I was like, really, was it nine? I'm I sure like it was longer.
2: Brand. Yeah, oh, Yeah. I, I like do. 25 I years. Too. You know, it's been yeah. such a
3: lovely project to work on. We did, what, nine, nine years plus one year in post-production. What a joy. But I think that social media has changed so much in that amount of time. When we started on it, mm. social was so different. I don't think even Instagram existed. And now here we are nine years later, and I think that we're all... Everyone's heading in different directions, so I think it was definitely, you know, the right thing to do, and I, and I hope that they go on
2: to massive continued success. And so what about you? Because, I mean, I don't care about mm. them. I care about you and Nick. <laughs> and so I, I know, personally speaking, from talking to you behind the scenes, that you're quite excited yeah. about the future without them, without various things, right? So I think... what's next for you? Uh, less
3: social media for me personally. I can't speak for Nick, but I think that I will probably exit social media at some point in the next X amount of time. Um, I don't really why know why is that... that. Because I'm, I feel like I've done it. I think, uh, you know, I have to go into everything doing something that I enjoy, and there isn't the joy in social media for me now that there was before. I just don't love it in the same way that I did. And it's not the same for me and so I just wanna do stuff that I wanna do. So I've I've um I'm starting an art course in January just for something to do in the interim. Just what kind month. of art course? Yes. Just it's like mixed media, so <laughs> I don't really know what what I'll do with it, but I just want to go back to something that's a bit more basic because I don't really think that I'll stay in beauty and makeup in general. So I think it will I'm just doing I don't know, I'm kind of drawn to sculpture. I like textiles so I don't know but I just want to do something that that is just a daily thing I think there's going to be something very lovely about having a routine yeah because there hasn't been one for such a long time so I'm looking forward to going to a place and making a thing and not having to show it and have opinions on it just a thing that I make so so that's that's my next step and then I'll probably learn a language and
2: then I don't know. That's as far as I've got. It's interesting that you say that because as long as I've known you, maybe less in the last couple of years mm. because, you know, it, things have been winding down in that specific area, but but for the first several years I knew you, you and Nick were always in a hotel and living out of a suitcase and away from your kids and hustling and doing what yeah. you needed to do and what you wanted to do to an extent. Um, I'm wondering how much of an effect meeting a man that you've fallen in love with has been moving house your (coughs) kids being I know as the mother of teenagers teenagers need you in a very specific way I wonder how much your change of life has affected how you want to live your life I think for a lot of that period of time I had depression
3: so it's not very easy for me to you know a lot of those decisions I made because it was easier to be in a hotel than it was to be a mother. That sounds like a really hard no, thing I to say, but being a mum is the hardest job you can do, and, and in a way, having an excuse not to be there and not to have to deal with the day-to-day was was a choice that I took, so I ploughed ahead, and al- almost all of my successes and career are due to the fact that I didn't want to do other things, essentially, not that I don't love my kids, but, but no, that was and a I hard should say you're not a single
2: parent. Your kids have a dad, they do and have a dad, and they're yeah. very involved in their dad's Absolutely. life. So it's not like you were abandoning no, your kids. God, you, they no, They have I a would... father, and 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 that import, that relationship is totally. very
3: important to you. Still. Absolutely, and my kids and I have the most wonderful time. But I think since lockdown, I've been able to spend so much more time with my children, and and because I'm so much better now than I was, um, I
2: feel that that's a place I. I really desperately want to be a lot more. Totally understand. And you've met this lovely man. Yeah. And you're really happy and you're getting married. And so do you feel like this is a time for you where you're slightly taking your foot off the gas a bit? Absolutely. I mean, I've had my
3: foot on the gas since, since my early 20s. So I think, essentially, I had a little bit of a burnout moment where it was like, oh... When you have that burnout, it's very hard to go back into it and pick it all back up again because there's too many things you're juggling. You've
2: dropped them all and you just can't get that momentum anymore. I think that's true of this year, generally, yeah. right? Like, Joe, do you feel like... So, so for all the years I knew you initially, you were getting up and going into an office in Kensington every day and then, after work, going to some bloody event mm. where you couldn't leave until the last person, i.e. me, left. <laughs> and... Now that you work for yourself and also combined with Covid, do you feel life-changing in that way? Because I feel lots of people do, like they're not prepared to go back.
1: Yeah, I think so. I think that, you know, when I had (coughs) Violet, our first child, my husband hated his job and he resigned and then it was 2009 and then he couldn't get any work so I had to go back to work after three months and I was expressing milk into the Mm. disabled toilet in the office and it was at a time when there was no she's nearly twelve, so it was at a time when there were no four days a week or three days a week or part time or whatever it is, either full time or nothing. And and you you kind of when you first have I don't know about everyone, but when you first have your first kid, especially when you're young, and I was I was thirty, so I yeah. wasn't really Same. young but I was thirty none of my friends were having kids then and Same. I know you were younger. Yeah. But like you just feel like you've got to hold on to like all of your life before and your friendships and you know i remember being like on um,
3: weekends i'd be like we're not going to bed before midnight you kind of lose your identity a bit don't you
1: yeah you do and you just feel like you know it you just it is like you there's nothing as hard as your first kid sure. apart from no. if you have twins 100%. right as your first like yeah. there is nothing worse like the second and the third whatever you have afterwards nothing is as hard as the first but um i just think that i can't even remember what was the question well, how well, well, Has your life shifted this year well, in a way you can't quite shift back? But what I've, re- what, what the thing that I've realised is that I used to beat myself up a lot because I had to work full time. Dan didn't have a job for a long time; he couldn't earn any money because it was two thousand nine. No one was hiring anyone. Art yeah. had fallen out of the world, and so I had to go work full time. And I used to be like. I'm not seeing enough of my kids. I'm not seeing enough of kids. So all of my weekends and all I never, you know, were all focused completely on them. So there was no time for myself because I felt so guilty about not being there every day. But what I've realised is that they need me more now the yes. older they get than yeah. they did then. I think that's mm. true. Because they need you then to feed them. You yeah, know, Don't true. get me wrong, it's lovely when you come in through the door and your kids are like, Mummy! Do you know it's what I mean? And now though. they barely like raise an eyebrow as you walk yes. in through the door.
2: Yes, but it's different because when you have teenagers or you're not quite there yet but you're approaching mm. it, when you have teenagers, the day they want a conversation, if you're not there, it could be three months before they want it again. Yep. And so you kind of, when you're there, you feel so glad that you're there to have the conversation. Conversation with them because they kind of need you almost more than they did when they were toddlers, but it could be days or weeks before they address it. Right, so yeah, you absolutely. kind of have to be loitering around, ready. Yeah, you have to be present, yeah. don't you? You have to be present, ready to have the thing. So it's 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 less of a daily dependency that you have with small kids, but it's still a depend. They almost want you to be in the house so they can ignore you until. Yes, they're ready. absolutely. Yeah. And when they need you, they true. know that you're there. Mm. Like yeah. Ivy came back from school yesterday. I picked
1: her up from school and she told me that the th- the the things that they tell you when you pick them up from school are the stuff they don't tell you by the time 3 hours later you've got home from work of course. Yeah. Do you know what i mean because yeah. by then they've moved on like it's over but she told me that she'd had she'd had to spend the last playground but last uh play ground session by herself because two of her friends were ignoring her and all that kind of stuff
2: Ugh, so yeah. I went back beat up the kids beat <laughs> up the <laughs> <As it laughs>
1: and
2: then we had a great night yeah yeah you kind of have to be there uh, well, we've only got a couple of minutes left and I feel like that's a whole show in itself because it's such a kind of rich seam of conversation there but we've only got a couple of minutes left so I'm going to ask Sam Chapman um, to choose between Stevie Wonder and Prince for her play out track It's really, this
3: is really, really hard. But I'm going to choose Stevie Wonder, and I'll tell you why, because apparently this particular Stevie Wonder track is one of the happiest tracks ever written. I don't know if that's factual. In terms of the endorphins? In terms of the endorphins. My brother told Mm. me this, it could be complete bollocks, but he has read that somewhere. (laughs) Apparently
2: it's one of the happiest tracks. So listen to it and tell me if it doesn't make you happy, because I think it will. I think it will too. So we're going to play out with sign scene sealed delivered oh. i'm yours by stevie wonder as chosen by sam chapman Amazing. but i also want to thank uh, lauren Oakey and joe jones <laughs> it is so nice to be oh. back i am hoping to be here next month but god knows what will happen uh, we don't know what's going to happen at the moment but for this brief window of opportunity i've been so thrilled to be back and i hope to see you next month signing off with stevie wonder as chosen by sam chapman bye stay safe and stay healthy